Welcome to the Vegan Cast. Hello, everyone, and good morning. I'm so glad to be tuning in today with a special guest, Tash Peterson from the Instagram channel Vegan Booty and the TikTok channel Vegan Booty. I'm so happy to be speaking with her today because she's done so many extraordinary things in terms of activism and just in life. So, Tash, how are you today? I'm going really well, thank you. That's fantastic. So, when did you first go vegan? I went vegan just over three years ago on the 1st of February 2017. And I remember that date because I transitioned from meat eater to vegan overnight after watching a documentary called The Food Choices on Netflix and I knew from that moment that I would be vegan for the rest of my life. I became passionate very quickly once I found out the truth of what was happening inside these facilities that exploit animals. Wow. Overnight you just went vegan like that. Yeah, it was... uh, quite amazing I guess because I thought it was going to be so difficult but because I realized that I wasn't aligning my actions with my morals and values I knew that I would never touch an animal product again and I didn't from that moment that's super inspiring and a lot and I think a lot of people need to hear that to this day and age a lot of people need to hear a story like that but that's so fantastic so um awesome so I guess this is obvious but why did you go vegan Initially, it was actually leaning more towards learning the environmental impacts that animal agriculture has on the planet, and that really drove me. And I gradually started becoming aware of and making that connection with the animals. So, it, yeah, I just, as I said, I became passionate very quickly. So the more research I did, the more understanding I had of standard legal practices that are happening in these industries and realizing how cruel they are and that's when I became an animal rights activist as well so that just knowing that these animals are suffering being killed by the billions every week really drove me to continue on being vegan and an activist as well yeah yeah I that's a that's really really inspiring to hear same same sort of with me I kind of I think I went vegan because of the health or environment I watched um have you seen this show Cowspiracy on Netflix I have that was one of the documentaries I watched soon after watching Food Choices it's yeah great documentary yeah yeah I watched a lot of that and that and um I think I, I even watched Earthlings but I couldn't get through the whole thing I still haven't been able to today because it's just so sad. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, I actually haven't seen that one myself, but I did watch Dominion when it premiered here in Perth, and I don't know how I sat through the whole thing, but I knew I had to do it for the animals, and to yeah. witness their suffering makes you a more powerful voice for them. Yeah, I would say definitely. I would 100% agree with you. Uh, so important yeah. to do something like that. I was just at um, a vigil the other day. Is is there vigils on Australia for the SAFE movement? 
Yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Do you think it's um? This kind of a curveball question, but do you think it's unethical to teach kids about veganism? Um, I think when every I say, under the age of ten, should, yeah, learn about veganism for sure. I'm actually a swim teacher myself, so I work with children a lot, and I will always tell them about veganism. And I think it's so important they learn from a young age because they're not conditioned and they understand the truth more than a lot of adults do. And when I do tell them what's happening to these animals, they always say that they want to go vegan and. I think, yeah, we should be teaching our children compassion to all animals. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, I was just speaking to somebody about this, so I, I thought I'd ask you this question. But that's, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. I think it's so important all ages to be speaking about veganism because it, it's really that we're so brainwashed in this culture of seeing animals as commodities. But as you said, it's just not okay. Yeah, exactly. And I wish I knew as a child because I was so connected to animals and nature. But even though I was so connected to this, I was still disconnected from who I was actually eating. And there were moments in my childhood, uh, for example, after watching the film Babe, where a, my parents told me I wanted to go vegetarian, but um, they must have convinced me not to. And yeah, I just wish I knew the truth a lot earlier. That's um yeah, that's that's really inspiring to hear because um a similar thing kind of happened to me. I I I forget exactly why I went vegetarian. I think I was at like some restaurant and um or somebody I know was who was ordering uh I think it was like seven chicken hearts, which was just I was just like seven chickens had to die because I have a heart too, and what's the difference between my heart and a chicken's heart? And I think I went vegetarian from there, but then later on I started eating meat again, uh, I think because of family pressure. But, um, yeah, which which I'm, I'm pretty upset about, but it's, it's like, and then I went back to, went vegan at, I think it was 14. And, but, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I'm all on the ethical train now of veganism. Ethical mindset, really, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, 14 is such a great age to go vegan. You're, you're still so young, so that's quite amazing that you were able to make that connection at a young age. Yeah, I think, yes. It's, it's, I, I, I would just, um, uh, it just couldn't go on living and knowing that eating, because I thought eating cheese and, and, and eggs was all right and um, dairy and, and all of that, the things that aren't vegetarian. I knew that somebody would die with they're clearly not, and uh, clearly, if you want to be an ethical person, you got to live vegan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, would you say that you have faith in a vegan world, or, um, yeah, would you say you have faith in a vegan world? Yes, I definitely do. I mean, over the time frame of being vegan for just over three years now, just seeing the massive differences in the changes in the world already, leaning towards veganism is quite amazing. Just watching the aisles grow in the local supermarkets and the products flood out, um, everyone is getting on board with veganism or eating a plant-based diet. So I definitely have faith that we are leaning towards a vegan world. Mm -hmm. 
I, I think a lot of people need to hear that, especially this day and age and during this virus. But that's really, it's really insightful. Thank you for this sharing. That's okay. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of vegans do kind of focus on the negative sides. And I completely understand, you know, we're witnessing these animals suffer and a lot of the public responses are quite negative towards vegans. So that causes a lot of people to lose hope. But what I'd actually say is these negative responses from the public and people online is only a sign that positive change is happening because social change has never been comfortable and this is just the way that people are going to react initially when they hear the truth and what the important thing is that they're hearing the truth and they're more likely to change further down the track and this has happened plenty of times online when um, I've had a lot of people send me violent or abusive messages and yeah. people ask me, why do you respond to them? Why do you bother? Right. And I say, because a lot of the time they end up listening. If you respond to them with compassion, yeah. um, they'll end up changing. And I've seen it happen many times where people have apologized for abusing wow. me and said, look, I've watched Dominion. Thank you for showing me the truth. So I think, yeah, we've just always got to stay positive and just continue the fight for the animals. That's incredible to hear. I I feel like I can relate to that kind of thing where you're getting a lot of negative feedback on the internet, but it turns out it's just people who are curious, who don't know what veganism is, or very compassionate people who are very, they don't want their way of life being criticized. But when you say to them, hey, this is what you're doing, this is, there's nothing I can do about it, but this is your thing and put the onus on them to become vegan. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get this negative attention from a certain cohort of people, obviously, you you kind of answered this, but would you say it's, uh, so you're, would you say you're, you're happy or um, you're more, uh, you're happy about getting this kind of attention because in the future you can, um, promote vegan activism towards these people? I would say, as crazy it sounds, I am happy, even though the majority of the messages I receive are abusive and negative messages because, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, it is only a sign that positive change is happening. And the reason I say that this makes me happy is because it's a sign that I know that I'm making an impact because I'm getting that message out there and people are hearing the truth and that's just how they're going to respond initially to the message. And yeah, I think it's really important as a vegan and as an activist to speak up for the animals because a lot of people are afraid of being that forceful or pushy vegan or mm -hmm. they're against forms of like direct action saying that it's, bad for the movement it's creating this bad image but that couldn't be further from the truth because speaking the truth and doing direct action is what is going to achieve animal liberation at the end of the day and uh even though uh, yeah. it creates more negative attention it's going to create that vegan world yeah i couldn't agree more and and you've done such an incredible job of doing direct action towards people for example, when you, um, I, I saw this one video where you ran onto a football game with a sign. Um, what, so could you remind me again what the sign read? I want to just tell my audience. It says, Fright to Rescue. 
that's empowering. Wow. It's such an incredible thing to see. The first time I saw that immediate inspiration, I was like, what? Who is this person running across the floor? It's super inspiring. So I I was, I'm, I'm interested. How did you come about doing something like that? Were you nervous at first? Like what happened? I'm really curious to hear. Yeah, I was incredibly nervous and I came up with the idea with a friend not too long before I did it. So there was also a short amount of time for me to mentally prepare myself Yeah. and also physically prepare myself as well. Yeah. Um, and I'd never been into that stadium before, so I didn't really know what to expect. And once I was in the stadium, I realized how massive it was and it was about a two meter drop as well. So I thought, how am I going to get over this fence? Oh my God. (laughs) That's so overwhelming. There was actually a bottle holder on the fence as well. So I was able to use that as a lever to put my foot on and swing my leg over and just jump and run. Wow. It was just a surreal experience. Yeah. I could imagine that the amount of fans and the amount of just people watching, but, um, the, the fact that you did that's probably touched so many vegan activists' hearts and inspired them to do direct action from something like that. So, incredible. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. So, what would you say to people who are, when want to become vegan activists and are trying to, but they're nervous or they're afraid to use their voice, afraid of flashback? What would you say to these people? I would say just focus on the animals and maybe watch a documentary like Dominion if you haven't really seen much of what's going on in the industries because that itself will drive you to become active for the animals and be a voice for them. If you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, I suggest getting started with something like Anonymous for the Voiceless where you can get involved with their Cube of Truth and it's quite easygoing way of activism and it's a good step um, to start learning how to be an animal rights activist and you can just sort of start off by standing by and watching and seeing how people do outreach, which is just, yeah, that's how I started Mm -hmm. and how a lot of activists start with activism and once you get confident with that, you can move on to attending vigils where you bear witness to the animals and then the next kind of level of activism which I absolutely love is direct action everywhere Mm. um, which is probably the most powerful form of activism so if you're feeling a little bit uh, concerned about I guess the backlash or just doing something that's so confrontational I'd say get out of your comfort zone for the animals and give it a go because I remember feeling nervous myself when I first got involved with activism, but it's honestly the best life decision that I've ever made. And I found my life calling yeah. through doing direct action now. Wow. Wow. That's so great to hear. You know, it reminds me, I think I heard, I think it was Joey Carbstrong who said this once. So I, I got into act, direct action because of watching his videos and, and, and doing that kind of thing. So I definitely recommend Joey Carbstock to the listeners, but he said this one thing once, which was put yourself in the animal's position and advocate like you're an animal that was being abused. 
And it's really, or something like that, I, I did paraphrase, but it's something like that, and it really st- has stuck with me ever since because it makes so much sense to advocate like you're the animal who's being abused in this, in mass, mass injustice, mass, some would even call a holocaust, but, and it's, it, you just have to, you just have to go out there and use your voice, because that's really all you can do. Exactly, I love the way that Joey advocates for the animals, and also as well as trying to get more vegans active as well, because unfortunately, a lot of vegans aren't active for the animals and they really do rely on us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really do. And um I, I also know as a vegan personally uh, when I felt before overwhelmed by let's say this mass as as you say again holocaust happening towards these animals when I go and do direct action there's a sense of sort of I'm doing, I, I don't feel as overwhelmed because I can make a difference and I do have some sort of control. I think that's really helpful. Definitely. Yeah, it is it is an empowering feeling getting involved in that type of activism. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And fulfilling because you do see the social change that you're creating. Yeah. I've seen it happen here in my own city. It's quite amazing. Wow. Yeah. What? So you're... In Perth, Australia, right now, yeah. Yes, that's right. Um. Anyways, so what? So what would you say is the biggest change in that you've seen so far in, in um your city of people changing towards a more vegan lifestyle? Uh, my initial thought is when we're out doing our protests a lot of the public respond a lot more positively now. Whereas just even a year or so ago, there was a lot of negative response and abuse. And of course that still happens, but we're getting a lot more people supporting us now. So just seeing that kind of social change alone Mm -hmm. is quite amazing. And then just, yeah, the number of vegans and activists are also increasing as well. So yeah, it's quite amazing to see um, in such a small time frame. Yeah. Such a small group of, of people have been yeah. able to create this change. There's not many of us in direct action everywhere, but we're still being able to create such a massive impact. Yeah, so many people are waking up to the truth nowadays. So many. with Because of people like you, it's got to happen. What do you think of... Um, so, I, I saw... I th- so, I think... What's his name? Isaac... Butterfield, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that, that guy, I don't even know where to start with that guy. So he's for the, my listeners who don't know, he's he's a uh, quote comedian. He's not funny. He's really not funny. But he's a quote comedian Sorry. on uh, YouTube. Is he on? He's on. He does stand up too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does the both. Hmm. Man, he's just. I don't know. He seems so mean. Why why is he so mean to you? I don't know. I didn't even know who he was, really, until someone told me he'd made a video about me. Wow. So that was a bit surprising. That's so weird because this guy's like, he's like, I don't know, probably in his 30s or 40s, and he's just this weird guy. 
I know. There's I'm all for comedy and a good joke, but yeah, and he'll make do fun it in of an intelligent some, way, not yeah. just body shame people and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, he he just like the things that he says, you wouldn't even believe it. Because <sighs> I, I mean, he only did me a favor and the animals a favor by yeah. making a couple of videos about me because I actually had a lot of his followers come onto my page right. and say. I thought you were an idiot because of what Isaac said. I've come on to troll you, but now I've watched some of your videos and I've unfollowed him and I want to follow you now. Wow. So that was quite good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great to hear. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, he made those videos a couple of months ago now, but I still have a few people coming onto my page because mm. of those videos. So they're still being watched and yeah, it's good. Some viewers or listeners out there who have felt that sometimes it's just too overwhelming being an activist and that they'll never make positive change. What would you say to these people who are kind of going down into a, yeah, downward spiral, let's say? personally haven't really experienced this so it's kind of hard for me to say but I think it's really important to always look after yourself um fighting for the animals is obviously a huge kind of thing to take on and you, sometimes you feel like you're fighting and you're you're moving nowhere but just know that an individual has so much power to create so much change and it might not feel like that at times but the animals do need you and Mm -hmm. They need you to keep fighting, but at the same time, you do need to look after your mental health. If you feel like you are burning out, just take a bit of time to maybe get away from your phone yeah. for a little bit and look after yourself so then you can come back stronger and yeah. fight for the animals. Oh, I, I agree with you so much. I have all, so I have like some little questions that I made last night to ask for the podcast. So I'm so glad to have you on today. Thank you again. But was there anything else you want to tell my audience? Um, anything you, you really want to say? I would like to say that um, if you are against direct action, because I know, unfortunately, a lot of vegans are, and I actually cop a lot of hate from vegans and cells for the kind of actions that I do, claiming that I'm damaging the movement and there's better ways to go about it. But at the end of the day, it's actually couldn't be further from the truth because direct action is, and as history has shown, is the only way that has created social change and the animals really rely on us to do that and animal liberation is going to be achieved from civil yeah. disobedience and unjust law-breaking. So if you are against that form of activism, I suggest looking into a video on YouTube called The Science Behind Social Change by Direct Action Everywhere. And this explains um, very science-based and um, from mm -hmm. history as well, like history has shown that civil disobedience has created social change in previous uh, social justice movements as well. So I suggest looking into that and sort of understanding that um, it is a, an essential part of activism to yeah, create animal liberation. Wow, that's some um, powerful words and super true. I think people even who are not vegan potentially need to hear something like that because it's just so important to know that 
what vegans are doing right now is it's for the animals. It's not for, and it's because we want to create a better world. It's not that we're trying to necessarily attack an individual that we're trying to create a better world. So, and I think people see this as an attack when it's a, a direct action, but it's really not. It's really not. Couldn't, yeah, exactly. That's couldn't be I... farther from that, actually. Oh, I, that's what I see. But yeah. Um. So when you went to the, you went to a supermarket, and or oh, you've done it multiple times. Um, and you, what, what did you was? Tell me about that. Yeah. So I've done quite a few supermarket actions, but um, the one that had the most impact was when I went into local supermarkets on Christmas Eve last year and I dressed as a slaughterhouse worker holding a fake severed pig's head under my arm and I was also playing the sounds of animals screaming inside wow. abattoirs. So that was a very powerful, powerful yeah. action that I did and it received a lot of international media attention as well. So it actually had a massive impact in fact i spent about five nights in a row staying up until about 4 a.m in the morning responding to people because so many people were triggered by it i just caught so much abuse but again that's just showing that it's had this massive impact and i had a lot of messages as well from people saying thank you for showing me yeah wow so yeah that was quite a good action like visually and then hearing the screams of the animals as well yeah just blasting throughout the entire supermarket incredible and super inspiring wow i you know i like think that i'm so glad that you respond to these people but how many would you say how much i guess you respond because it's worth your while it's worth the animals while for responding because how much of percentage of do you think these people are actually listening to you? Um, I feel like a majority of them in the end, when I respond to them with uh, facts and compassion, end up listening to me. And a lot of them do end up agreeing to watch Dominion when I have a conversation with them. It's hard mm. to really say a percentage, but yeah, I'd say a majority end up turning around and saying, oh, I kind of get it now because, yeah, and that's why I take the time to actually respond to these people. Awesome. So fantastic to hear and so incredible to talk to you today. Um, all right. I, I think I think that's that's it for the things that I have to say. Um, to you, but uh, do you have anything? I guess I already asked, but do you have anything else else that you want to share to this listeners? No, I don't think so. Um, I've really enjoyed being on this, and thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and thank you for everything you do for the animals. And you're such an inspiration. And I hope everyone can hear your message. Thanks so much. All right. Speak with you later. See you. Bye.